This is why we have the best fans in the world. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Lucia. And I'm Caitlin. And this is our 233rd episode of Talk Direction. And um, we are recording actually two episodes today. We just recorded episode 232. Um, and now we're recording episode 231. Um, because Caitlin is busy packing. She is about to move to Boston for med school. Um, and we won't really have opportunities to record in the next couple of weeks. So, um, we're recording two episodes today and we've never really done this before. Um, Caitlin hosted the last episode and I'm hosting this one. Uh, so it's kind of an interesting experience to like have just recorded with you hosting and now to be like, I know (laughs) it's the switching of the roles. Yes. Um, so we're basically doing the same as we were last week because it's actually the same day and it's only an hour or so after Mm -hmm. (laughs) the last episode. Um, but how are you, Caitlin? I am still stressed. Um, you're still stressed even though it's been like two hours? (laughs) Well, now I'm like less time to do stuff, you know? Oh God. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm dreading. Um, what's coming next after this yeah. because I don't want to do anything that's horrible for me to do but yeah um yeah and that is I'm feeling my mind's just a little bit of a mush so mm. get ready for that um I guess next time we record I'll be in Boston and have started medical school so that's really weird to think about um, oh yeah yeah I don't really know what else to say. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how how the future goes. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm doing okay. Uh, I went for a good hike yesterday, and it's really, really hot here in Portland right now, which I'm enjoying. Um, I'm enjoying feeling like summer, although it's definitely like a weird... Uh, half and half situation of like it's so nice that it's warm and like I can go swim and stuff but then also like like yesterday I went on a big hike and then I went to the river and then after you know I was kind of like oh it's kind of sad that like (laughs) I'm just like doing all this stuff alone yeah like summer alone is kind of weird you know yeah like going to the river to swim like (laughs) without your friends (laughs) yeah um but yeah I'm trying to look on the bright side. Mm -hmm. Um, So this episode, we're going to be talking about the LP show. Um, And because we're kind of doing this like pre-recording thing, like things are going to be out of order. So like this show, or not out of order, but like a little bit confused uh, timeline. Um, Because the LP show happened, I guess when you're listening to this, it's probably been like three weeks. Um, And also if you're listening to this, this is one week after the um, anniversary, the One Direction anniversary, which... Um, for us recording hasn't happened yet. Um, (laughs) So you'll get that episode like many weeks after the anniversary actually happened. So hopefully something (laughs) exciting happens. 
and we didn't build it up all these months. Like, I swear, we've been talking about this for six months now. <laughs> Since quarantine hit, yeah. we, like, we only had the anniversary to look forward to. Yeah. And now it's going to be, like, <laughs> nothing, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we're going to talk about the LP show today, um, which was really fun and cute. Um, and then um, we have our Black Lives Matter section. Um and again, it's going to be kind of a short, a shorter episode, just like last week, since we're recording two today. Um, and we also have a Patreon, so you can check that out at patreon.com slash talk direction, where we do talk direction download, an extra 30 minute episode um, only for our patrons. And on last week's um, talk direction download, we talked about the boys audition songs. We actually just recorded this one. Um, and we talked about the boys X Factor audition songs. Um like looking at how different their styles are now like what would they audition with now or if they were to cover those songs like how would they change it up um so that was really fun uh fun to do yeah um and interesting to look back because I definitely like forgot um some of the auditions and I was really shocked at how good Harry's was (laughs) yeah he was great he really was (laughs) he like it it's like it goes to show you his vocals like obviously they've developed but he started really really strong yeah he really did yeah yeah it's interesting to see like how like what areas some of the boys like grew and like what areas they like you know always kind of had from the beginning mm-hmm. um or like what areas didn't grow at all <laughs> <laughs> uh, but getting into the episode um so the LP show is something that Liam did with um, a company called Veeps, V-E-E, wait, did I just say three E's or two E's? V-E-E. Okay, that was confusing. <laughs> it's because you said V. So V-E-E. 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 You guys, you can tell we've recorded too many episodes already. Yeah, this might be a little loopy. Uh, it's V-E-E-P-S, Veeps. Um and basically, it was a live stream show. It was really long. It was, like, over two hours, I think. Um, or maybe it was just about two hours because um, it, like, didn't start until a ways in. Um, but he got this idea. So he was doing these YouTube, um, like, little vlogs, weekly vlogs. Um, and he got the idea from the fans uh, of doing this show because the fans, like, really liked the little vlogs. Um, and this was also a way for him to um support uh other parts of like the live concert industry or live music industry so he hired um you know sound engineers and musicians and people who um you know right now uh there's not a lot of work for those kinds of people um during quarantine um so that was really cool that he's like you know putting his money where his mouth is Mm -hmm. and doing something like really concrete and like actionable Um, I really love to see that. I think it's, like, one of the things that we see with, like, celebrities, you know, like, obviously, like, we want people to tweet and talk about things because that's, like, important. But, like, even more important is, like, actions. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was really nice to see him, like, doing this, um, doing this thing. And it's such a good idea because it's, like, it's fun for the fans. It's a way for him to, like, um, you know, connect with the fans and like do his music, and then it's also a way to like you know hire people who can't really work right now. Yeah. Um, and then in d- addition to that, he donated um the I don't know if it was how much of the profit, but it might have been the full profit. Um, donated to the Trussell Trust. 
Um, so if you bought a ticket to the show, to the live stream, um, a portion or maybe all of it, I probably should have looked that up before we started this, um, was donated to the, to the Trestle Trust, which is also very cool. And that's a, um, nonprofit he's worked with quite a lot. Um, but, uh, speaking of putting your money where your mouth is, I saw a tweet and I forget where they had their facts from, but I think they had sources where that said like Harry also paid his entire crew who would have been working or like his core crew who would have been working on tour with him this year he like paid them the salaries they would have gotten um oh good yeah I'm which glad. i know we had discussed whether or not that had happened for all the boys who toured um yeah that's cool. yeah that's really cool i think that's so important like if artists can afford to mm-hmm. um because yeah imagine if you're like a touring musician and you have like a big ass tour coming up and that's what you're planning to like do right and like and then it just gets canceled like that's very right. scary to think yeah. about. Um, well, that's good. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. So um, I didn't really know what to expect watching this live stream. I didn't watch it live. So I watched part of it live, but um, it actually aired while we were, were recording last Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so you I couldn't have watch had the it whole on thing. in the background or something. <laughs> Although true. you were hosting, I think. So I was, yeah. Pretty hard to do. Yeah. Um, but I, I did catch the little end of it and then I, I rewatched it. Um, because if you bought like a ticket to the live stream you can you can rewatch it. Um and it was really cute and really fun and just really comforting and nice. Um and I really hope he does more of these. Um so it started with a little intro where he was backstage, um and it seemed like kind of frenetic. Like obviously this is like a first time thing, like no one knows how to yeah. do this. Which is kind of cool like to see. DJ. Yes, it actually had really strong 1D Day vibes. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have not seen it, so this is all news to me. Yeah, you should watch it, honestly. Just, like, have it in the on in the background while you're packing, because um, okay. it was really enjoyable. <laughs> but yeah, the beginning was, like, kind of frenetic, and, like, uh, you know, you could tell that they were, like, learning on the fly. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't know if – oh, I didn't put a picture of this till later on. But the outfit Liam wore, I love. I think he's worn this before. Um, he's got, like, a white T-shirt on, and then he has these – what would you call this pants pattern? If you scroll down, you can see it. Is um, it plaid? It's not really plaid. It's um, – it's or, or is plaid. it? plaid. What is that? Uh, I forget. There's another name for it, I think. Yeah, it's not oh, houndstooth. It's not plaid, plaid but it's – yeah. But they're, like, brown – um plaid pants there's like a chain but i'm just like really into this outfit um and he's also got like a beard and a mustache and like really fluffy hair and i just i really liked the look overall um and so yeah he did like this little intro where he kind of just uh said hello to people um and then they did the concert section where he did um a pretty full set of songs actually um and uh, he kind of talked in between um, in between some of the songs. Um, the first song, the first set of songs he did was Strip That Down, Bedroom Floor, and Live Forever. Um, and then he did, he said, uh, people have asked him to do some songs off my new album. And so he did uh, Tell Your Friends off his like mm. album, mm-hmm. which was very surprising because he hasn't he done any anything. of those songs. Yeah. yeah. Um, except like Live Forever, which is really more of like a single because it was, a you know, collab yeah. with someone else. Um, but yeah, it was really interesting to see him do 
a song off That's the so interesting and i wonder album. why he chose that one me too i know i had so many questions about it um but yeah it was interesting hearing it live obviously he hasn't performed any of those songs live um and uh i think like that on the album like i i there's like a couple songs i like but a lot of them i like haven't really gotten into um and this song is definitely one that, like i haven't really gotten into but um hearing him doing it doing it live was like quite pleasant i enjoyed mm-hmm. it i thought it was good um and so yeah i'm curious to know like why he chose that one how was the quality particular. of the sound and everything it was actually really good so he had um a guitarist he had a bassist he had a drummer um, and then he had someone on keyboards as the musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were all quite good. Um, and I think the sound quality was quite good, too. Nice. Um, and then he had this really funny thing where, um, so in the beginning, like, they kind of changed scenes a couple times. And when the show started, um, like, the musicians were on one end and then he was on the other end. And he had this little drum machine. Um, that actually played the sound of audience cheering. <laughs> oh, I was wondering what those, the, I see all the pictures of him with it. Yeah, yeah. So if you scroll down, you can see the pictures of him playing with it. Um, but if he pressed like different buttons, he could like make different sounds of like a crowd cheering and then like change the volume. <laughs> Makes it terrible for getting good audio of this though. <laughs> well, he didn't do it while he was singing. Oh, okay. He did it like after, like, you know, and he would, he would, he would be, he was like, uh, like, you know, give it up for my band. And then he would like play the cheers. <laughs> that is so funny. Like a it was laugh really track funny on a TV show. A hundred percent, yeah. Um, but it really, it really did work. Like when I was watching it, like there was definitely times where I like forgot that he was like there was no audience there because mm-hmm. um, it like really added to the because you're just seeing him perform and like the right. camera is like doing its thing and the lights are doing their thing and like the, you can hear the like crowd noises. Mm-hmm. Um, and it definitely like worked really well. Like there was, it, it looked like it was a real concert. <laughs> I would find it hard to do a whole set, like without an without an audience. I feel like that would be pretty tough, and I would feel like yeah. weirdly embarrassed about it doing it. Like, uh huh, <laughs> it would be really awkward to be like having to do. It's not just like a TV show for or, or, or recording for like, you know, a TV show or like one thing you're recording, but like a whole one where it's like you performing to a fake audience, that would be difficult. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, honestly, big props to Liam for pulling this off because I thought he did a really good job. Um, And it's also like hard because it's a combination of like, because there isn't an audience there, but there is an audience there that he just can't see. Um, right. and he had like an iPad up where people could like, like submit questions. I don't know if it was like Twitter, like what was on the iPad, but like he could definitely mm-hmm. see people like, um, in real time, um, mm-hmm. like fans who are watching, mm-hmm. um, like react and stuff. But yeah, mm-hmm. cause it's not like when you're just practicing, like rehearsing, obviously when you right. rehearse yeah, for a concert. Yeah, a live show. Yeah. So he, he like mm-hmm. had to be like entertaining the crowd and, and talking to us, even though like we're not actually there. <laughs> virtual crowd <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's really um yeah and then the biggest surprise for me was that he played um home with you which was from his ep oh interesting do you remember that ep yes i do when his album didn't end up coming out so we put out an ep of like songs we thought he might just be trying to get rid of right um yeah so when he did the when he put out the ep um i actually uh really liked it and i felt really confused Mm -hmm. 
about why those were like the throwaway songs because I thought they were quite good. Um, and so he did Home With You, um, which we had never heard him do before. He hadn't played any of the songs from that EP, um, which was really interesting because I feel like he's done so many concerts. Yeah. But I think this was the longest one because this had, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There was ten songs. Mm-hmm. So it might he have been the longest. did the one I went to in New York City that may have had more songs, but I think he did a lot of covers there so i don't know if it was 10 of his yeah. own songs yeah i don't know why he hasn't done the ep songs before but it was really nice to hear one mm-hmm. um and i really like home with you i because i hadn't listened to it in a long time um but i feel like it actually is like quite a unique song like the mm-hmm. kind of like the cadence of it the way he sings it and it also has really funny lyrics like um Walk in, you walk out, you're dragging me. We talked through the smoke, you spill the tea. (laughs) (laughs) Also has in the pre-chorus, too many cooks in the kitchen. Yes, I remember that line. Yeah, and then I really like the chorus, uh, which is, I want to go home with you. Yeah, we can do whatever you want to. Come on and set the mood. I want to go home with you. Yeah, we can go as slow as you want to. Or speed up into you, home with you. Um, so I just, I like the, I like the lyrics of this song a lot. Mm. Um, and it sounded really nice. And also it has like these steel drums. Um, and it was very like pleasant. Like the steel drums in the song were so nice, mm-hmm. especially like this live version. I think it was a little different cause it was more like stripped back. Yeah. Um, but I was definitely like vibing to those steel drums. Yeah. That's so cool. I wonder how he handpicked songs from like the EP and from his album. Cause typically he doesn't even play any of those songs. He usually just plays yeah. like the singles he's done in the collabs. Yeah. Like, those have been the biggest ones and seems like he likes those ones a lot. Right. He's gotten a good reaction from them, but it's cool to see him go back in his discography and sort of pick some lesser known songs that maybe just sort of fans know. Yeah, definitely. I wonder if like, Part of it is because there wasn't, like, a real audience there. Like, he felt, mm-hmm. like, more confident to, like, try something new. Right. Um, or I, And also... Like, when he does audience shows, often it's, like, festivals. So you're getting... Yes. You're going to have to play your popular songs versus if you go to a concert. It's, like, people who are there for the artist. Yeah. That's that's what I was just going to say is, like, when he, does, when he does shows where there might be people there who aren't necessarily, like, his fans, mm-hmm. I can see him wanting to, like, only play the, like, the hits. Right. Um, but, yeah, for this, I think because it was, like, a live stream and, like, it's it was really more geared to- towards his fans. Maybe he thought, like, oh, these are all my fans so I can, like, branch out and do some of Deep these. cuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I hope we get him – I hope we get him to play Home With You again because that was – it was really nice mm-hmm. to hear live. Um, and then after that, he did a photo section, like, in the middle of the concert set, um, where uh, his, like, the producer of the show had, like, um, gotten a bunch of pictures together of him, um, and he didn't know what was coming. <laughs> and then he, like, looked through them and reacted. <laughs> That's what this is. I'm thinking about what the hell you've put in the dog. <laughs> so, yeah, if you scroll down to those picture areas so um i i didn't put in all of them but i put in a couple of them so the first one is this outfit where he's like wearing a blue uh sleeveless hoodie and a giant like white gucci fanny pack it's quite a look um (laughs) 
and he like commented on it and he looked very like disappointed in himself. Oh, you know. But then he gave him shit for this. Episode. Yeah, but then he joked about it. He was like, "Yeah, that that's it is what it is." <laughs> I um, guess he was being pretty experimental with his fashion then. Like he hadn't really yeah. branched out into fashion that much, and this was one of his first forays. Yeah, so I'm glad he was experimenting. Yeah, me too. I don't like hate this. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it doesn't really fit like Liam. Like, if I saw this picture, I would, I don't know, think it was like. I guess I would think it was a model. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I, <guess so. laughs> I think a lot of like fashion looks like ridiculous, though. So mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not really the one to judge. <laughs> Um, and then we have this picture of um, him doing a performance on a balcony, um, which I just thought was, like, a crazy thing that he did um, to perf- do a performance on a balcony. Yeah. When was this? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember when this was. Did he just randomly was. decide to do it, like, outside his hotel or something? He must I think it – I don't – I think – I feel like it was planned. Oh. Um, I don't remember this. Uh – yeah, I don't remember if it was planned or if it was. Um, I'm trying to look it up. I also um, love I that by the selection of these songs, you can tell whoever picked them was also trying to like totally make fun of Liam <laughs> with drag. Yes. <laughs> well, that's what he said later. Like um, after he did the picture, there was like another section where fans were supposed to send in funny pictures of Liam, <laughs> mm. and so Liam said. Oh, I guess this is let's all have a laugh at me hour. And then he was like going through the iPad and he was like, whoever wrote this part was having a bad day. Let's forget about this. And then he like blew off the iPad and like went back to his concert set. Oh my. Was he joking? He was kind of joking, but also like I think they had like planned something for him to do that he was like, no, I'm not doing this. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Yeah, the balcony um, performance was planned. Interesting. Um, It was when he was in... Rio de Janeiro. Hmm. Um, yeah. Or maybe people were camping outside and then he decided to do it, but he has like a whole microphone and everything. Hmm. That's cool. Um, very cool. Yeah. This was, yeah, this was in, um, in 2018. Oh, so okay. that's why we don't remember it very freshly. Um, and then. What's next? Oh, then we have this picture of him flipping off the camera. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually really like this outfit. He's got like red pants on, a white shirt, uh, a denim jacket, and then under the denim jacket is layered a leopard print, like gray leopard print hoodie. I'm into it. (laughs) He said he got a lot of into a lot of trouble from this photo. I think because of like the flipping off. Um, (laughs) And he also he also said something. really that i found really interesting and funny he said ah oh, yes this was my rap phase where i thought i could just say rap lyrics and it would be okay <laughs> <laughs> well at least he's acknowledging it yeah i was like good insight liam and yeah. self-reflection because i didn't really know that yeah i don't i don't know how he like feels about um about that but right but yeah that was interesting to hear yeah <laughs> Um, and then this picture is a picture of him in a in a Woody costume with Louis on stage. <laughs> he looks so young there. He really does. He said that anytime someone would throw up a, any kind of costume on stage, he would always put it on. He was like, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> <laughs> the 
make some for some great photos yeah and then there's a really cute photo of of uh him as like a small child um wearing his dad's sunglasses and like folding his arms and then he like retook the photo as an adult um (laughs) and i just thought it was really cute um and i loved his reaction to it as well what was his reaction he just like was was had like a big smile on his face and he was he said that uh he put his dad's sunglasses on he just felt really cool and he was like go try it go put your dad's sunglasses on see how cool you feel (laughs) (laughs) he was like really blonde as a child unless i was dyed it kind of looks like it could be dyed but it definitely looks yeah it could be the angle uh, like the lighting too yeah true but yeah he does look really blonde um yeah, and then he moved to, like, a different part of the stage for the second half of the um, performance. Um, and I kind of liked the stage setup. Like, the first half of the performance, there was, like, um, kind of, like, those uh, curtain string lights behind him, but, like, really spaced out and bigger, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was, like, very, like, red and glowy. Um, and then the second half of the set, he had, like, um, there was these, like, white, like, little bars of light like kind of around him um but they would like change color and then there's like an archway of the theater behind him and that also like changed color so pretty they did a good job like working with what they could they really did honestly like this the stage setup like was was really nice um and for the second half of the set he did for you little things midnight familiar um and then polaroid for the encore Mm. um and uh for the encore, so, like, <laughs> after he, like, did um, Finish Familiar, um, which, by the way, I'd forgotten how much I love that song. And then when he was performing, I was like, oh, I love this song. I need to listen to it again. <laughs> um, but he, like, le- he like left the stage. And he was like, come on. And, like, the camera, like, followed him backstage. Um, and then he, like, stood backstage and he was like, so this is what happens <laughs> between, like, the main set and the encore. Oh, that's funny. Um, that's cool. like talking about yeah how you're like waiting and then the the, the guitarist at that point had the the audience uh drum pad <laughs> so he was like playing the sounds of like cheering <laughs> oh my God. and then liam was like play the one that says more more <laughs> um and then he like went out but it was really fun to see just like how that like must look during a normal normal right. concert yeah um like going backstage and like waiting to come back out yeah um that was cute um and then during like in the in between like before the concert and then after they had these little like um transition cards where it was like show beginning soon um and they played a remix of midnight at the transitions which i want to find which one it was because i really liked it Mm -hmm. um it just reminded me that i like hardly ever listen to like the remixes of songs and i'm like i need to listen to those because sometimes I like really like them. Yeah, unless the remix just... has a feature on it as well. <laughs> I never right. To it. Yeah, I like never listen to them, but I like forget that sometimes I actually like really like them. And this yeah. one, I was like, oh, I love this. So I need to find out which one it was. Um, and then uh, oh, one other thing that I thought was funny is like, um, during familiar, there was a, a there's like a whole verse that um he doesn't sing, oh. um. And, like, it was really interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And he, like, did – he was, like, dancing during that part. And he was, like, moving his hips. And, like, I don't know. I feel like his dancing has gotten, like, a lot better. Um, Because it didn't, like, seem awkward at all. Mm -hmm. Like, when that started, I was like, oh, this is going to be awkward. Because there's, like, going to be a whole verse where he, like, 
doesn't sing, but he right. has to like stay on stage. But it's like not a live performance, so he can like run on, run back and forth on the stage and be like, "How you doing?" Yeah. You know, like how he would normally do. <laughs> but he just like did this little dance, and like honestly, it was pretty good. That's nice. <laughs> I feel like when he did some of his performances, like he would remember he had dancers at some point. Yes, like, it was like, is Liam gonna start doing like his own dances during? performances but he never toured so he never really got to see what that would be but right maybe this lets us know he is going to be dancing yeah maybe um yeah i mean it wasn't anything like incredible it wasn't choreography or anything it was just a little like shaking his hips (laughs) but it was cute (laughs) um and then after that we have a backstage section um which is about 45 minutes and yeah, it was quite long. Um, and this is, the whole thing is, like, live. Um, and so in the beginning, like, when you go to the backstage, like, the screen was, like, totally black. And you could hear them, like, planning in the background. <laughs> and then you could hear Liam say, I don't know if you guys can hear me, but we're having some technical difficulties. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and there was that. also, like, yeah, like, right before he came back on stage or to the backstage, too, like, there was, like, the people who were, like, obviously planning the thing, like, just standing around, like, talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was, like, a lap. They had a laptop with um, a bunch of fans on, like, a video call. Um, so Liam, like, th- they started, like, the backstage section with Liam talking to the fans on the video call and, like, answering their questions, um, which How was cute. How did those fans get chosen? I don't know. It must have – there must have been, like, some – like submission thing that like mm-hmm. they they that they like uh, applied for or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how that worked. Um, and then yeah, he alternated between the fans on the laptop and then like um answering fan questions that were like sent in. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was quite a long segment, and he like answered a lot of questions, um, and said a lot of interesting things. Um, someone asked him what his favorite 1D song to perform was, and he said that he was just watching an old performance of Girl Almighty and how fun that was. Yes. Um, and it made me think, like, would you want to see Liam do a solo version of Girl Almighty? I would love that. I always feel like Louis does that song really well, but I feel like mm-hmm. Liam also, like, between the two of them, it was their song. Mm-hmm. And I think didn't or harry got would get down on his knees i don't remember if liam did too i mean it's just yeah. such a good song any of the boys doing it solo i would really appreciate because it's one of the best 1d songs i think yeah me too um and then uh oh this was just a funny quote because it reminded me of myself um where they had, i think someone had asked him what his favorite five sauce song was but he hadn't answered that question it was like they were talking about it like the producer was asking him about it mm-hmm. and then he was like ask me a song title i can't think of of one um he said my memories are a sieve sometimes i haven't got a clue <laughs> my memories are a sieve <laughs> it's like same <laughs> yep that's so funny vocabulary liam yeah say. i would not pick that word no um and then uh and one more quote that i had um picked out is someone asked everyone says act my age it's niles 1d song what is yours and he said i'd probably say alive if you really read into the lyrics and while he's saying this he's like cracking up laughing mm-hmm. um but he said i'd probably say alive if you really read into the lyrics i think that was about the time i went a bit nuts the first line is my mother told me i should go and get some therapy um then he like laughed a bunch and then he was like i actually used to think that on stage that that one was was definitely written about me when I went off the rails. 
know. Well, I'm glad his mom asked him to go to therapy. And yeah. He did, didn't he? Like, and he, yeah. He did. Like in a better place now. It seems like it. Yeah. There you go. I love Liam, like, now at a different, good, healthy space in his life, looking back at himself. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I wonder if like how much of that was a joke or if like that that song was actually inspired by <laughs> Liam. <laughs> um but yeah, I would love to see Liam do that song. I think I do associate that song with who do I associate? Maybe I do associate that song with Liam actually. Mm. Yeah, it would be fun to hear him do that one. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, all in all, this was just like really fun and sweet and like comforting. Um, and I'm just really glad he did it. And I hope he does more. He said he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like it is like a whole production, like yeah. obviously like creating a live stream where like, you know, thousands of people can watch like um, there's obviously people planning, you know, getting the questions like the musicians, the stage set up, like the sound, um, the lighting. Do you know how many people went? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. Um, Yeah, I don't know how many people. That would be good to know. Yeah, I'll try to find out and then maybe like on our next episode um, Mm -hmm. I can let you guys know. Um, But it did make me think like if the other boys were to do something like, well, first of all, can you see the other boys doing something like this? Like who can you see doing a show um i could see niall or harry doing something like this i feel Mm -hmm. like with harry we have gotten like i mean i'm just thinking back when he released his first album and he did the whole abbey roads performances where he did all the songs Mm -hmm. on his album and he put that out i don't know if i could see him doing something live necessarily but i could see him doing something in quarantine where he has he does something like this and puts it out. Yeah. Um, I mean, Niall, we've gotten like some of the live performances on Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's putting in place doing anything more like Liam, but hopefully Liam's thing inspires the other boys to do something like this. Yeah. Like, or even them come together or like Liam have Niall on for a, a guest performance or something like that would be. Yeah, really cool. that would be um, cool. Yeah, I feel like Zane and Louie have been much quieter during quarantine than the other yeah. boys, so I don't know. But maybe, fingers crossed. Yeah, Louie has been so quiet. Like, yeah. Zane, is, Zane has been quiet, but that's kind of normal for him. Yeah, um, his, but I feel like his girlfriend's pregnant, so I yeah. understand, like, <laughs> this will not be his priority right now. Imagine being, honestly, either of them, living with the other on a farm. Mm-hmm. Just, like... Yeah, I don't know. Very envious of their life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I definitely can see Niall doing something like this. Um, I can see Harry doing something like this, but I think you're right that he wouldn't do it live. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't do the same, like, follow me around, like, watch the behind the scenes. Yeah, that's too Uh, intimate for Harry. (laughs) (laughs) And then I can only see Louis doing something like this if he was doing it with other people. Like, I don't think he would do something like this solo. Yeah. But I think what would be a really cool um, reunion or anniversary um, thing would be if they did a show with all of them 
And obviously they'd have to be in different places, Mm -hmm. but they could just like cut to each other and then they could get like rest in between. That would be so Um, cool. And they could like each do like a couple songs separately and then they could do the fan question part together. Like that would be like good old days on stage where they all sat on the couch and answered. Yeah. Yeah. And then they could all like watch each other perform. Like, I just think that would be really cute. Yeah, that would be really cool. And fun. Good us. idea. <laughs> <laughs> now reunions happened a week ago, and oh yeah, <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, I guess this is our last last chance to make any last minute predictions. Which by the time people are hearing this, will be old <laughs> news. Point. Yeah, but currently, I'm thinking. I'm leaning towards nothing is happening. Yeah, I feel like we would have gotten more rumors by now if something yeah. was happening. Like James Corden would have tweeted something or... There'd be more buildup, more hype. Yeah. So I think it's just whatever we got in that Simon Jones PR article. Yeah. The interactive website. <laughs> Maybe we'll get a tweet from some of them. <laughs> yeah. I guess what we'll have to do is when the interactive website comes out, we'll have to do like a live, like us going through the website Maybe we'll have to do a video. That would be cool. That would of be us really going cool. through the website. Yeah. yeah. Good idea. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts on these this show or? Um, no, but I hope we get more of these, and maybe other artists could start doing these types of things too. Like, yeah. Now that um, tours are all canceled, like there's plenty mm-hmm. of months left in the year for other yep. artists to do this style, sort of yeah. more intimate style of performance yeah and honestly like we all need to be evolving because we're in a changing world and i mean i hope more than anyone that we're gonna get live concerts again soon but you know might be a while um and even when we get them there might be you know i just think things are gonna be different for a long time well i think things are, are gonna be different forever yeah um but i think yeah it's 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 like nice to see liam doing this because it's kind of like it's just kind of like, yes, we're in this, like, new, like, kind of upsetting world, um, but, like, we can adapt. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is, like, a, you know, a way to, to um, you know, have something in between. Obviously, it's not the same as, like, a real show, but mm-hmm. it, I think it's definitely better than nothing. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it's, like, fun in its own way. Yeah. Um, like, being able to see... Like, being able to see it all happen live was really fun because you can see all the behind the scenes and, like, when things go wrong and, like, the planning and, like, you see the, like, random dudes, like, that are just, like, coming up with the questions and, like, <laughs> I really like that kind of stuff, so. Yeah. You get, it's, like, a different, it's not the same, but it's a different type of good and, like, you get yeah. to see things from a new perspective. Yeah, and it's also really intimate because, like, during this live stream, like, you're seeing Liam through the whole thing and, like, you f- you kind of feel like you're there with him. Um, or like you're in it with him, you know, cause like when yeah. there's stuff going wrong or like he's trying to figure stuff out, like you really feel like you're in it with him. Um, yeah. So that was great. Um, for our Black Lives Matter segment today, I'm also going to do some Instagram recommendations. I'm actually going to re-recommend some Instagrams that Caitlin recommended, I think on the first segment we did of this. Um, one of them is I Heart Erica. I-H-A-R-T-E-R-I-C-K-A. And I had not been following um, either of these accounts, but when Caitlin recommended them, I started following them, and I've really loved both of them. Um, So I just wanted to re-recommend them, um, and also wanted to share one of Erica's posts. Um, I think it was her latest one. 
Um, and um, Erica on her um, like bio, um, it says sex educator, racial, social, gender, justice disruptor, writer, breast cancer, breast cancer survivor, and model. Um, and she said in the post, um, people love to ask me, how did you come to love your body? And the question has undertones of fat phobia, ableism, and anti-blackness. They'd be better off asking, how do you even dare to stand naked where folks can see you without shame and embarrassment? Or how are you topless and your body looks the way it does and you still don't hate yourself? Or you make me feel better about my body because yours is so fucked. <laughs> I think loving your body is capitalist, is capitalist apolitical so body positivity hogwash. As love ain't going to cure the years of fat phobia, ableism, anti-blackness that I have internalized. Calling myself out, getting at the source, and yeah. not being constrained by something that funny-looking white cis men implemented is more guidance towards healing than just love it. I'm not going to lie, though. Wearing a bikini, being topless while being surrounded by the hot-ass sun, and ignoring the funny-looking white cis man implanted in my brain saying, are you sure you're going to go topless? Um, suck it in someone's look. Oh, suck it in someone's looking is a newfound kink. <laughs> um, so yeah, she has a lot of really great posts and really great commentary. Um, and especially like this post, I just like feel this so much. Um, yeah. because it is like with the, the body positive, the <laughs> body positivity movement, there is a lot of kind of like, you know, just love yourself, um, which obviously is important, but like, um, fat phobia is like a systematic problem. Um, and like fat people are oppressed. Um, so it's not actually just a matter of loving yourself. Like there needs to be systematic change. Um, and obviously, you know, that's true for ableism and, um, racism as well. Um, so yeah, I just think she has really good takes and I would definitely recommend giving her a follow if you haven't already. So that is our show for today. Um, a little bit of a short one. Um, but I'm probably going to be doing an episode with a, uh, a surprise guest next week. Um, a surprise to me because I haven't <laughs> planned anything yet. <laughs> um, but if I can't get that together, then we might skip next week. So just be prepared for next week to be off in some way um, mm -hmm. while Caitlin is moving um, into a new place. Because moving in a pandemic, I mean, I feel also for you. <laughs> <laughs> but we'd love to hear your thoughts about the show, your opinions on anything we discussed today. Um, feel free to send us news stories or anything One Direction related you'd like to hear us talk about on future episodes. Um, if you have any ideas for what the boys could do for a, a show, a live stream show like Liam did, let us know. Um, and thank you for listening to episode 233 of Talk Direction. You can follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction, email us at talkdirection at gmail.com, or find us on Instagram at talkdirection. And you can follow us individually as well. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Lucia O, spelled L-U-C-C-I-A-O-H. And Caitlin, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Caitlin I.R. Foster, and Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. Make sure to check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash talkdirection, where um, we have Talk Direction Download, an extra episode just for our patrons, and our last Talk Direction Download episode was all about the boys' um, X Factor audition songs and uh, what it would be like if they were to do X Factor auditions today. Um, you can also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and leave us a review if you so desire. Um, and you can listen as well on SoundCloud. I'm Lucia. 
And I'm Caitlin. Thank you for listening. See you next time for episode 234. Bye. Bye.